0: It's July, Kat. It's July. Do you know what that means? Um, Fireworks.
1: And Episodio Número Cuatro.
0: Número Cuatro. And
1: we have shit to do.
0: We do have shit to do because it's July. It's Episodio Cuatro. And you are listening to Pocha Podcast. And I'm Charlene.
1: And I'm Kat. And we're going to start off this week with our Weedy Weedy. And because it's hot outside. Mm -hmm. And because this is something that not just latinx people but um this is something definitely shared with latinx people in this area is when you're outside and you're playing like we did when we were kids like get out of the house and don't come back till it's sundown right and when you were thirsty what did you do
0: you got a drink out of the manguera
1: you drank from the manguera yeah
0: and in my family you would trick the younger cousins into drinking first because it was hotter than hell because it was going to come out of there at like 130 degrees and then you just stood back and watched it happen
1: yes oh my god how many times did that happen to my dumbass that i didn't learn because i was the youngest Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i had like red lips afterwards because you're like right yeah and it
0: it tastes like hot plastic
1: it does for
0: like until it cools down and then it's just good good water
1: but. and then you can hear it coming up the bung- mangera like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you knew that it was almost there yes yes those are botchisms that we hopefully share with other folks around the country and we've been we've been watching you we know there's folks in idaho and mm. illinois who are listening we saw one from Senegal.
0: Yeah, if you're in Senegal, mad props! Send us a note to tell you tell us why you're there and why you listen to Bocha. And if it was an accident, don't break our heart. Just pretend.
1: Just pretend, right? Just lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, the, there's what other summer Bochaisms do you have?
0: I don't. Well, chasing. The ice cream man. If you were in the neighborhood where that was happening or like at the park and that was happening and then you would get your ninja turtle or the little pata that had the gumballs on the toes and it was harder than hell because it was frozen gum and you had to just like crunch your your way through it and practically break a tooth, but it was the best thing.
1: Which one was your favorite? I like the pink panther and the pata.
0: I think the pata because it had the most gum.
1: So in my area... Not only did we have the ice cream man and you or the ice cream individual, you knew that it was them because you why else would you be hearing Christmas music in the middle of summer? Except to let you Straight know that up. the ice cream truck was driving or by. There
0: was one that used to roll around and the you know, it's just like the musical version. It's not the words, like nobody's singing to it, but it was the Lombada
1: No I Swear Swear.
0: I don't know why they were bumping that for kids to come get ice cream. It was a little bit weird.
1: Wow, did like, you get a little something do, 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 do. extra with your
0: I I don't know, it's very strange.
1: There's also the um the paleta the cart, the cart with the little bells on it that jingle like they're jingling it when they're walking up the street. Mm-hmm. That's definitely
0: Well, usually that dude would had they had like the fruit. They had like the paletas de fruta, not
1: Right, right. No, no, D- clear difference. Right. It's paletas of fruit as opposed to, I'm not even sure what the foot was made of. Sugar water, maybe.
0: But it was like creamy, it was like push pop-ish. Wait, but am I, ima- am I romanticizing the pata? Like did it have one gum on the big toe or was it all gums, like five little gums? I think I'm romanticizing the pata. I think it was just one damn gum.
1: I can't remember. Me either,
0: somebody tell us.
1: Right, but the manguera smell? That stays with you. It's true. Even now, when I water the plants out front or what have you, the smell when it, the water's coming out is just—I don't know—it's very reminis- reminiscent, and I like that smell. Mm-hmm.
0: Same. Do your ki- do your kids drink out of the bucket? I think. Well, no, they yeah, don't no. even drink faucet
1: mm-hmm. water. No.
0: no. Mom, do we have bottled water? Yes. See, si, bottled
1: water. <laughs> you need chlorines in your system. It helps right. you clean out. Something. Something. Chloride, something.
0: <laughs> Rude. Kids.
1: We needed Because another thing that's very pochex, especially during the summers when you were home a lot, was getting mm. in trouble and getting the chancla thrown at you. So I think we should devote an entire episode to the famous chancla. For sure. Because that's one of the other things that in my head is like the...
0: So also, I know that folks that I knew as kids they would in the summers they had extra chores right because you're home all day when you're old enough to stay home alone your parents have to go to work if you left the manguera out so that the dog could get it and then it was shredded you were gonna get your ass whipped with the manguera pieces like no chunkla needed because now we have a whip we have a plastic ass whip that is coming at you so it's a multi-purpose tool
1: some, okay, so sometimes because of the advent of YouTube and people put these stories up about, and then you, know, you knew you were in trouble when they got the mangeta. I, I will watch these and be like, I wasn't the only one? Damn. Mm-hmm. My, my, my fam was not that inventive. I will <laughs> like, tell you another summer
0: thing that this reminds me of is when they, f- they start to fill the ditches with water, right? My grandparents lived outside of the big city so they had like a little farm with just self-sustaining enough animals and crops and things that were for them they didn't sell it off or anything like that but um when they would fill the ditches my cousins because I was one of the youngest ones I'm the only girl so my boy cousins would take me to the ditch they would steal a piece of meat like hot dog or cheese or something baloney from inside the house and then tie it to my shoelace and dangle me over the water so that no. the so that the little crawdads or whatever would catch on and then we would play with them. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like the bait. <laughs> so what what part of They were in Array. It? They lived in Array.
1: Okay. For for those who aren't in agricultural areas because sometimes if you live like in I don't want to say Idaho, but if you live in Texas and you're in a big city and you're listening to the show, you might not be that familiar with what the ditches are. That's how we do the irrigating, right? Out in the rural areas. My grandparents, much like your grandparents, lived in rural areas. And they. Ha- my grandfather used to be the mechanic, one of the mechanics at and Pecan Farms, which is a huge pecan farm and huge ag industry here in southern New Mexico. He lived on the land in, in Stammen Farms in one of the bigger houses because he had a big family and they lived close to those irrigating ditches. Mm-hmm. And similar to you, there was an uncle who, who was incredibly tall and he, he was so tall, he used to be able to put one similar leg... Similar
0: to me that I have tall uncles, not that <laughs> I'm tall. <laughs> <laughs> similar <laughs> to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he used to put one leg on one side and one leg on the other and dangle us over the ditch. Like near the water just to scare us a little bit.
0: What the hell is wrong with people? How are we normal? (laughs) How are we we normal? normal.
1: And then we would take uh, around July 4th, back in the day when they used to sell the M40, M140s Mm -hmm. or M160s or whatever, we used to light them up and hold them just long enough so that when we tossed it in the canal or in the ditch full of water, it would blow up and the like the crawdaddies would come up. Yep. Yep.
0: Poor crawdads got jacked
1: up i know poor guys did you ever eat any no our producer is saying she did oh by the way we got a free producer (gasps) we're moving on up moving on up to
0: the east side because we've got a producer
1: butcher producer in the his house executive oh now she's getting a raise (laughs) no she said she would only do it if she was the executive she is the executive, not just producer, but in our house. Can
0: we get an intern?
1: <laughs> we do have an intern. She just got put to bed. <laughs> oh,
0: she's five. She's not very helpful.
1: Not at all. Okay, mm-hmm. so on, on another weedy weedy note, and I know in this day and age, and having had my own experiences, Ask permission before you get hugs, especially from kids, because sometimes they don't know how to say no or what have you. So with um, your daughter, sometimes she wants to hug me and sometimes she does not. Great, fine. Mm-hmm. So, but now I, I have just gotten myself into the habit of being like, hey, may I have a hug tonight? And she was like, nope. Mm. And I said, may I have a fist bump? Nope. Okay, well, I think your pajamas look absolutely beautiful, and I hope to see you again tomorrow.
0: <laughs> did she hug the producer?
1: She did. <laughs> she hugged nobody. Oh,
0: And she was adamant about saying hello.
1: Well, and she did say hello.
0: Oh, that's improvement. But that's a new thing, right? Because, like, when we were kids, andale, go say hi to Go say hi. No No andas grosera like it yes. was not an option you went and you got
1: pushed and you did it even if it was like the creepy one that you were like no no but he mm-hmm. smells like Bethel or whatever
0: <laughs> no it's true when you were like no this just doesn't it's, it's weird not, i don't ah, want it I'm ah, ah,
1: t- 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 and then you got yeah. like um the, bayiska, the good, oh, the nice on the inside pinches. of the arm In- so no one ever saw them rude i know Aww. right have you done that yet no
0: just not because it. I'm an awesome mother. I just,
1: <laughs> That's just not something that I've done. <laughs> uh, I don't think my partner or or the, the father of the kids that we co-parent with would appreciate if I started no. introducing the paisca on the inside of the arm. Please don't. <laughs> I'd probably Ooh, get... Oh, but st- in church? Ooh, <clears throat> that's that's the worst. Portate bien. Pon atención. Pon atención. But it was always like, um, you do it better than I do because I I can't, I haven't gotten the keep your keep your you m- have to keep your teeth clen- crushed while you say it yeah. i can't i feel the need to enunciate and you have to whisper
0: they- loudly
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> spot on yeah mm-hmm. spot on no matter how much you were squirming mm-hmm. but they sí, did it, it so well oh
0: andale te voy a castigar cuando llegamos a la casa
1: Man, your Spanish is so good. Only
0: in that, it's like a, <laughs> I'm, it's just a flashback is what's happening right now. It's not that my Spanish is good. I'm just literally having a flashback.
1: Mangueras and flashbacks. Um, so that's part one of our weedy weedy. The other weedy weedy we wanted to talk about. Mm. And I feel for this guy. Well, let I me just tell wanna, you. I would just want to put that out there. We have been
0: discriminatory, cat, because we are so focused on pochas. And pochos need love, too.
1: Well, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But because of the way the language is made, the os always get all the love with all of the stuff. So, I don't feel bad saying pochas or pochexes.
0: I'm not telling you to feel bad, but this gentleman has come to our attention as of recent.
1: Okay. Heard and observed. So... The second part of our Weedy Weedy. And for this, he didn't. So it's about Julian Castro, right? Mm-hmm. Who and, is? And uh, Julian Castro is a former mayor of San Antonio. I want to say former mayor of San Antonio. Don't don't check me on that. But he's running for president currently. And he used to be a, the a secretary under um, Obama in the Obama administration. And he is of m- uh, Mexican-American descent. And in one of the... In one of the debates, he, was, he did his best in speaking Spanish. And all things being honest, I did not have an opportunity to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how well he did or didn't do. Um, but two things about that. One is that, yes, this is going to be an ongoing thing. So we'll probably talk about this in the future. This is just a weedy weedy talking about our experience specific to being pochas or pochos if you're listening as well. Or pochaxes if you are nowhere in between.
0: yes. Or everywhere, or everywhere in between,
1: or everywhere in between. Mm-hmm. Um, specific to that point of view of how, when, if, how comfortable, how embarrassed you are speaking Spanish, whether or not you learned Spanish. So this is going to be obviously it's the it's the essence of our show. It's the essence, part of the essence of who we are. So this will be an ongoing conversation, but it has been in 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 the news recently
0: yeah so his thing was uh he spoke spanish he introduced himself gave a tiny little you know intro and then said back in the day his grandparents were punished for speaking spanish and here he was able to utilize that language and you know we've talked about it before I, spanish was my first language uh, and then i lost a lot of it because when i started speaking spanish my grandparents immediately went English heavy because they didn't want me to have the experience that they had being punished or being bullied because they had an accent or things like that. So this just for us, I think was now it's in the spotlight, right? Because he's running for president along with 942 other Democrats. So who are t-
1: somewhat trying to speak Spanish as well.
0: Yes. we because why? Because Latinos are important. All of mm. a sudden
1: we're important in November, unless
0: you're crossing the border, but that's a whole separate issue that we're not going to talk about. But it brought to our attention that this is not just us. There are thousands and thousands and probably millions of people who have had this experience of being now in the position to have a history and an ancestry that is rooted in some type of Spanish language or indigenous language that is being lost because we are assimilating. And is that by choice? Is that by force? Is that by just the nature of the beast that we are becoming this other culture that is separate from what we were when our ancestors came here. Um, And that's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about, right? So it's just been thrust into the media even more so with this whole episode with Julian
1: Castro. And on a couple different levels because um, Beto Beto does speak Spanish and Mm -hmm. from what I hear from him and it could be rehearsed, I don't know him personally. Although Beto, if you're listening, if you ever if you're ever listening to the show, give us a shout out. We'd love to have you on.
0: If you want to talk about it, we're here Absolutely. for you. Absolutely.
1: We'll we're, we'll we'll listen.
0: We will listen. And we're super we'll go to El Paso.
1: Cuz it's not that far <laughs> and we can do this at my mom's house.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, Beto, please come to her mother's house.
1: You <laughs> used to be my mom's uh, more my mom was a constituent of yours. But Beto is his he speaks Spanish when he does rallies or what mm-hmm. have you. It sounds to me, and like I said, it could be rehearsed, but it sounds to me like he at least has a grasp. He's been speaking it long enough. No, he is not of Latino descent. He is he's just a guy whose original name is Robert and they used to call him Beto, and so that's what he goes by and I don't th- I don't see that as him like appropriating or co opting necessarily because that's what he grew up around. Yes. That's where he's from. He went to cathedral, which we called Gatte, Like Yeah. Like Ooh, yo. you knew you the, the boys went to Gatte. It's like, yeah, yeah for sure. Different breed altogether and all the stuff and things.
0: And you say that language the language is rehearsed. And I I'm thinking you mean you practice particular segments to make it sound like you know what you're talking about, but in reality all language is rehearsed. That's how we learn. That's how we figure true, it out. So true. how do you then say what is authentic, what is real, what's appropriation, what is um, using the language to gain the Latino audience for your own purposes, it's, yeah, it's hard.
1: It's hard, definitely. And and this is something that will definitely, it's not going to be out of our talking points, out of our media, out of our social media. People have been going back and forth just about Julian himself, mm-hmm. asking for an explanation or um or affirming with him his experience and his grandparents' experience. Or uh, there was even a piece in Remezcla where they said he doesn't owe anybody an explanation. To to and to which I, I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think he was trying to give it in context, not like owing someone an explanation, but those things are gonna be right. on our in our headlines, on our feeds. From now until November, November of 2020, that's just going to be the case. And not just with Julian, not just with Beto, not just with
0: Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez recently got called out for being too Latina or doing the Latina thing by speaking in a certain way. And it's the whole it's the premise of this podcast. It's the reason we felt the need to bring this topic up because you're too brown sometimes and you're too white sometimes and nothing is good enough because everybody's willing to be a critic but the truth of it is that it's complicated and we're here because of a complex history. Each one of us as individuals and as a people and as just brown folks in this world. So it's worth talking about. it's in the media now on a big big scale because of this president thing and you're right it's not going away as we get more Latinos in the spotlight, whether it be in politics or represented through film or uh, radio, whatever, we're getting more representation, which is amazing, but it also brings out the critics.
1: so very true. And the, the other the only other things that I'll tack on to that is it's gonna stay in in our on our radar and in our visibility because every November and a big year they're looking for those segments to go out and vote mm-hmm. we're one of those segments but the other thing is and rightfully rightfully so with the remezcla piece when they're saying you don't have to justify why it is that you don't that you don't speak spanish um, with social media, we have seen some of those vi- videos where people who are speaking Spanish in the grocery store, and then they get like fucking or a restaurant bagged on. or
0: whatever. Yes.
1: And when I read that Remezcla piece, I thought about because I I don't normally speak Spanish when I'm grocery shopping because of because of the nature of who I'm grocery shopping with, right? Right. I'm shopping with my partner or with our kids, but if I was shopping with my mom, I would be speaking Spanish as would she, and how. Fucking upset would I be if someone called exactly. out my mom for it? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I would be taking off my chancla and beating someone upside the head. Yes, getting filmed and then posted online later. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> so this is not going to go away from from our our anything this is going to be in our lives not just especially because of the 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 elections but not just because of the elections right because it's our life
0: it's every day it's happening all over the country
1: so we'll weedy weedy about it again um maybe next time with a different point of view Um, as to whether or not cory booker should be speaking in spanish but you know next weedy weedy Mm -hmm. upcoming all the things
0: i like it